You're listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. You know what it is. You know who it is. It's The Sizzle here, baby, on Iron Skillet Radio, Iron Skillet Television. We are the talk of the 219. We're the hottest talk in the 219. We are the talk of everything. I'm in the building. I'm G Sizzle, and he's Jay Sizzle. Jay, what's going on, bro? Man, I'm good, man. I'm I'm fantastic, man. I kind of went to Astros lost, uh, which I'm super happy about. And uh, and whoever that was, I think that was Nick Foles wanted to jump in and say hello. Yeah. So you you shut up, Nick. It ain't time for you because you was up acting a fool in the third quarter. I don't know what you was doing, but we'll talk about that later on. Yeah. He and Mitchell Trubisky switched uniforms when he ran out there and threw that. We'll talk about that later yeah, on. He anyway. Was, he was shacking out there today. That's <laughs> Nick Foles was shacked in today, man. So, but before we get ready to start with anything, I gotta yeah. tell the people what's the word for the day. Wow, okay. bro, that's crazy. That's so love, bro. The word for the week is your wild wow word of the week is the particulars. Jay, do you know what the particulars are? I have an idea what the particulars are, but I'm sure you're going to enlighten us on what they are. Yes. Well, the particulars are not a Motown group and they are not a funk <laughs> lay group that was from the 70s. But the particulars are actually getting the information It's getting all that little stuff that you need to know. The particulars, the information, the details. Oh, mm-hmm. it's real simple. The particulars. I think we need to get some particulars. I really do. I think we need to get some particulars on what we've seen so far as far as football is concerned. But, yeah. you know, it's up to you. Do you want to start off with the beloved or you want to start off with Tampa Bay and Green Bay? No, we'll, we'll save that Molly Whopping from oh, up north. We'll okay. save that for later because I, I got some laughing and some guffaws to do on that one. Okay. So we, we can talk about our 5-1 and one Beloved. Oh. Yeah, we can go right there. Let's talk about the 5-1 and one Beloved. Let's do it. Let's get ready to talk we? about it. And let's get ready to talk about what we saw and what everybody saw from a, I don't even know what you call it, like a, a Sasquatch on the Shem Squash. Uh, whatever that meant. That sounded like a sandwich I ordered at uh <laughs> at uh at Potbelly. I have a I have a Sam Squash on the Sis Squash and uh, hold the tomatoes. You know what I'm saying? Was when the Bears came to the Charlotte City. They came to the wonderful city of Charlotte and they started to do some things. But let's talk about Bears versus Panthers. You like that? You like that? All right, Jay, so let's get ready to get into it. Let's hear what the quarterback of the Chicago Bears had to say. Rather uh, lose pretty or win ugly. I think that we'd rather win ugly. Um, You know, I think that's the common thing. So uh, I think it tells you a lot about our team. Is this who we are offensively? We want to improve. We want to get better. We want to have rhythm. But ultimately in the NFL, it's about winning games. Um, So is it about winning games? So, Jay, let me ask you real quick. Would you rather rather lose pretty or win ugly? Which would you rather? Oh, I want to I want to win. That's the first thing. Okay. I just want to win the football game. Mm-hmm. I don't like how the Bears are winning football games because I don't think this could be sustained, mm-hmm. especially when you get against the high-powered teams with high-powered offenses. They scored decently today, but you know, 20 points a game is not going to be enough when it comes down. And I don't know where they're going to manufacture this extra offense. Defense is playing great. But, yeah, I'd rather win. I don't care how it looks. As long as we're one point ahead of the other team, I'm good to go. Well, let me throw out some numbers to you today. And there's some numbers to me that are somewhat disturbing. One of the numbers I look at is that you had David Montgomery. He rushed for 19 carries. But he only had 58 yards, which was averaging about 3.1 a carry. And in that three yards, he had no touchdowns. Um that was just look, the beginning of the futility. Look, but the key, the key to that to me is the key to that to me is that he rushed for 19 times, that he actually ran the football, that he got nearly 20 carries. I think Nagy at that point was trying to run the football, but the problem is, is we both know what the issue is. It's this offensive line. This now it's a makeshift offensive line. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's worse than it was before, and I think you just got a problem right now, Greg. Like you were just talking about, you got 19 carries. And what, what was the average? Three yards. Three yards per carry, and not even a cloud of dust. This ain't even Nebraska. Man, you know, <laughs> you know the next highest rusher was Nick Foles 
with four yards on five carries. He looked like Bambi. Did you see him running, making that movie? He looked like Bambi running on ice. He looked like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 not my hammy. Oh, it's going to be my hammy. I'm going down. I'm going down. He, he looked like as soon as he get hit, he was just going to blow explode apart like a Mr. Potato Head. You know, you drop him, all the pieces go flying. Yep. <laughs> That's basically what was getting ready to happen to Nick Foles. Well, let me tell you about Nick Foles. He was 23 of 39 for 198 yards with one touchdown, one interception. I, For the life of me, that, that one interception, I don't know what he was thinking, what could have been going through his head. Maybe he was trying to get his Chipotle order right. I don't know what happened, but whatever it was, it was bad. It was really he bad. Was, he was challenging his inner Mitchell Trubisky. Like, <laughs> he went out there. He literally got off his back foot. That was a Mitchell throw. That That's what yeah. Mitchell Trubisky does. He throws those balls off his back foot in yeah. the triple coverage. Right. A wounded duck mm-hmm. up there. It was, it was That was one of the worst throws I've seen a quarterback throw in a long time. That ball didn't have a chance to be completed. Right. He should have put the ball out of bounds or whatever you need. I don't know why he was throwing that football there. Just put you know? it in the dirt. Do something. But Do something with it. if you can't see your target and you're falling away from your target, and I understand he was under pressure. He was under duress. They were coming. But you can't afford. You had just gotten the ball. And if, right. you, if right. you didn't get a chance to watch the game, there was a wonderful turnover that the Bears right. got. They were getting ready to go back, put some more points on the board, and, oh, all of a sudden it was back-to-back turnovers because Nick Foles just floated one up. Just, and that's about what happened. He was like, and it just went into a defender's hand. It was ridiculously silly, and you would think for a veteran quarterback, that would be a no-no. For someone who's cerebral, so someone who likes to win ugly, that was an ugly throw. And I'm still hostile about it. Yeah, you know, the thing about it is it's just it was it was just such a bad throw Mm -hmm. that this game was only a one score game at this point. You can't give you can't give this ball back Mm -hmm. without without taking some points with you. You know what I'm saying? So this this was just a bad overall throw. He should have never tried to force it. But I think what we're seeing right now is that you see a Bears team that looking and searching to score points. Mm-hmm. And since it's looking and searching to score points, I think you see a once a very conservative Nick Foles start taking shots in areas where he thinks there might be an opening to get the ball into because they can't manufacture offense any other type of way. Mm-hmm. Right now, I mean, this was a – look, this game was 23, what, 23-16 or something like that? Mm-hmm. At no point in time did you think the, the Bears were going to explode. It doesn't matter how you do it. Away. It just matters that you get it done. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what he says. But (laughs) the whole issue is right now is that you have a poor offense right Right. now, poor offensive line, who who who's lost. I think what Daniels has lost for the season. Yeah, with a pectoral injury. With the pectoral tear. So now you got, I think Rashard Coward playing in there. I don't know. I I didn't know who this guy was. He played a lot last year on the right side. Yeah. So so you got you got these guys in, and this is just really a makeshift. Bad offensive line that, that, thank God, they have a really good defense. Man, your boy Jay Leno. Jay Leno. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Jay Leno could have probably played better left tackle. Oh, he just put his chin in the way. <laughs> you can't go around my chin. Just take it. <laughs> but I've, I've talked about it, and we talked about it before, but I've got to give you your props. I did not realize how bad Leno is. I, well, I didn't realize it until today. The issue is... The issue is, is that he's not bad. He's average. He's an average left tackle. And all his numbers say he's an average left tackle. In it. Now, he might be a little bit below average, but he plays well enough. He grades well enough to start in the NFL. However, to be a great team, a great offensive team, you need one of the top mm-hmm. five, six, seven offensive tackles in the league over there. Mm-hmm. And the Bears have not put their money onto the offensive line, had not tried to do that. They put money everywhere else but that offensive line, and now you see this offensive line is the albatross uh, mm-hmm. around their neck right now. You see where they put their money. Defensive line, you see they're doing their part. Even in the secondary, they're doing their part. Right now, it's that offensive line. It's the line now that, as you said, they're being held together by tape and bubble gum. 
this line is not cohesive. You've got false starts all over the place. You've got people coming off the edge whenever they want to. And let me ask this. You just mentioned about Nick Foles and yeah. really point searching. He's really out there scraping points. So let's get into some of the particulars. Is this the same thing that we saw with Mitchell Trubisky? Is he really, is it the offense or is it the QB? Which one is, because something's wrong when you have a Nick Foles now who's looking like Mitchell Trubisky. Am I seeing this wrong or maybe it's something I'm missing? Maybe it's something the listeners are missing. Is this something where they're just hunting for points and then they're forcing things down the field? Or is this a part of what Matt Nagy does? Is this his offense? Well, no, first thing is I think Nick Foles is at some points he looks like Mitchell Trubisky because they're they're putting him in that position to look like Mitchell Trubisky. Mm. I think, though, he's a good enough quarterback that he could check him out and get him into plays that mm -hmm. he's actually – if you actually looked at it a couple of times, he's throwing good balls in the guy. Now, we had some drops today out there. But for the most part, he's doing a good job. He threw those out routes today really well. I thought one was going to get undercut. They didn't. Um, but I think what you're seeing right now is that I think Nick Foles understands his offense better than Matt Nagy does. reason why I'm saying that is that he understands what can happen with this ball club, what this ball club can do. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's the most important part of. I think that's why you start seeing them going no huddle um, in his ball game a couple of times to keep tempo up because mm -hmm. he's figuring if I have a certain defensive package that's out on the field at this particular time, I know I can run these offensive plays. Mm -hmm. And I can run these offensive plays and I can get people open. So I don't want them to be able to switch people in and out because our best package is on the field against their worst package. I think that's what he's seeing. So he's a quarterback who could do that. Well, I see a lot of forced plays to Allen Robinson, and I understand he's your number one receiver. He's your target. But there's some other things going on now. He's doing a lot with Darnell Mooney. He's trying to integrate him. And for some reason, Anthony Miller has just fallen off the face of the earth. And I saw your boy really playing his probably natural position, not at running back, but as a slot receiver. I saw yeah, a lot of good things coming. I didn't see commit. I, I didn't understand what they were doing on the first drive. I didn't understand switching out Graham, putting in commit. But maybe you can explain it better because I didn't understand what they were trying to do. With who? With commit. I mean, they were pulling out oh. Graham, and then they were putting in commit. Then they were pulling him out, then they put him back in. I saw the touchdown, and I'm like, why is he switching personnel the way he is? And because, really, here's the thing. That personnel switching got them in trouble later on down the road, and especially the defense. You shouldn't have a, a time where you have uh, two or three penalties. It was two, if I'm correct. Yeah. Or three where they had 12 men on the field. That should never be when you have a huddle and now you're caught with 12 men out there. So I don't know. It looks like it looks like Matt is doing a lot, like the kids say. He's doing too much. He's doing the most. And it sometimes it just doesn't seem to work. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm seeing, but I know what I'm not seeing. And what I'm not seeing is good offensive line play. And I'm seeing yeah. David Montgomery try and run for his life and he's getting snipered hit every time. Yeah. It's, it's not Montgomery's fault. I mm -hmm. mean, literally, I don't care. Mm -hmm. You can pick any running back out of the history of the Bears and put him back there. It wouldn't matter mm -hmm. with this offensive lineup from. Juan Castillo's got to do a better job. This line needs to be moving like a chorus line. These need to be 300-pound guys, 320-pound guys, all kicking at the same time, mm -hmm. all moving at the same time. You got guys. I saw – our left and right tackle today get beat on inside hump moves mm -hmm. like it was the resurgence of Reggie White. Right. I, mean, I mean, they were getting beat on hump moves. I mean, just getting crushed on hump moves. So my whole thing was like, why are why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Why are why is this blocking scheme the way that it is where you're leaving guys out on the island? Mm -hmm. Either go, go mm -hmm. to an inside zone type of running scheme or something like that where these guys could all mesh together. Go go old school. Go old school where we're going to double at the point of attack and we're just going to cut off the backside. And we're just going to run and we're just going to run it up in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, all, look, the one thing about these offensive line guys are these guys are tremendous athletes. Don't get this wrong. 
these guys want to be aggressive, but I think what's happening on the offensive line right now, I think they're thinking way too much. Okay. I think, and, it, and you know, when you're an offensive lineman, you're thinking all the time because I played offensive line. You played yeah. offensive line. You're thinking all the time. But the issue is, is that you don't want to be thinking all the time. You want to hear the play call, see what's up in front of you. Is he in a head-up technique? Is he slightly outside? Is he slightly inside? Mm-hmm. You know what you're You're going to make your call to your guy next to you. You're going to pass this guy off. You're going to go. You're going to, you're going to lane up to the next level. You want to know that automatically when you're seeing it. If they readjust in front of you, maybe they make a quick switch mm-hmm. or something, you automatically know when you head, okay, now he's head up on me. He's on my outside shoulder. Right. Now I'm going to take him head up. My guard's going to go up inside and go pick up that linebacker. You know what I'm saying? So we already know what's going to happen because we blocked this a thousand times. But when you're in situations and we're switching stuff all the time, going back and forth, and our normal rules don't apply, well, I think that's what you're seeing a lot of right now because guys are getting beat inside moves a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know if these defensive coordinators are just so sneaky now that they can figure it out and, and get a guy leaning to the outside. But the one thing we all know as offensive linemen, you don't get beat across your face. right? And that's what you're starting to see right now. So it's, it's over and over and over again. And so you got to ask yourself some questions now. Why? Uh, what's that kid? What's the kid named Bars? I think that mm-hmm. is that, that plays offense. Why? Why wasn't he playing today? I don't know. I don't know what their their rationale for anything is. Really, with the, he seemed to be doing maybe because last game he did pick up a few penalties. I don't know. Maybe they thought he didn't pick up the scheme. Well, I don't know. I really don't know why he's not playing. I mean, that, that, that guy played really. I think that guy played really well. As, as he, at least he was trying to maul people. He, his feet was mm-hmm. moving good. Why isn't that guy playing? I mean, I really, I'll take a few mistakes, but here's the problem is they can't afford mistakes. Right. They right. can't afford mistakes. And since they can't afford mistakes right now because it takes the ball out of their hands and they need every offensive possession that they can get to possibly, hopefully, score some points. And that's what we're looking at right now with the Bears is that they're a 5 and one ball club. I don't believe they're a 5 and one ball club. But I got to go jump on the bandwagon because I'm I'm getting ready to get left on the corner right now because the Bears are rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you're looking at right now, the defense is playing really well. I think there's a lot of confidence. I think a lot of that happened when you put Nick Foles in as a starting quarterback. They believe in Nick Foles. The issue is right now they need help up front. Somebody up there has got to lead that team. Who's the leader on the offensive line? Who's that guy? Great. I would think it would be Cody White here. I would think that your center would be the one. But as you said, who is that guy? And I don't know if Coach Castillo has really – the question is, what can you do right now? And I don't know what he's done to work this team back into shape given that you still got your head coach as the primary call player and, and call maker. I don't know what they can do. But let me ask you this, Jay. Can we really complain about a team that's 5-1? and one? Yes, we can. Okay. Yes, we can complain. Yes, we can. Yes, we can complain. Yes, we can. We can do it. Let's stand. Look, this team, this is the first time this team has scored points in the third quarter Mm -hmm. all year. They were the only team in the NFL that, when I heard that stat, I was like, going, what? Right. (laughs) Right. It was was jaw dropping. You were like, what? Right. But then they had scored the most points in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at a team right now who has the ability to score when they're not thinking. When you you move and let these guys sling the football around it, so why not play that way on a regular basis? Why not get these guys in the up-tempo? Why not throw these short routes? Why not? I think the runner, the one young man you were talking about earlier, I can't think of the uh, wide receiver's name. Oh, Mooney. Yeah. Mooney. Why, you know, Mooney, Mooney's going to, they're trying to use Mooney like it's their Tyreek Hill. Okay. They're trying to get him forced up top. Okay. Well, I'm just saying they're trying to get him forced up top. <laughs> I got. I mean, I understand what you're saying. It's a very poor man's version of him. Well, but he's fast though. He's fast. He is. And then, and then uh, you, this guy, you try to get him out. You try to get him out so you can stretch that that mm-hmm. the, the, those cornerbacks so you can get those smash concepts on the backside. So now if I got to go one on one with Mooney on one side, now I got to go to some form of a zone on the other side. Mm-hmm. Now my my smash concepts are designed to beat those zone type of defenses. Mm-hmm. And they, those guys will go and sit down in the middle of those zones, a la Allen Robinson, because that's what he's really good at, mm-hmm. is sitting down in the middle of a zone. And he takes a beating in the middle of the zone, too. I just want to say that, he too. Does. He he can He, can, he, he catches the balls in there. Type, but he takes a pound. Yeah, he takes a pound. So um, if you got a guy like Nick Foles who can get the ball into him, mm-hmm. and now, now this offense can move. 
The problem is we don't have time to sit back here and pat the football because we don't have the tackles who can go one-on-one on the outside. You can't let your running back release outside because he has to help on that backside or, or Nick Foles is going to get crushed. So it's a, it's a six in one hand and a half dozen in the other. Do we just stick with – look like today. Look at all the outside quick zones, quick the quick zones, the quick um, uh, uh, short passes they were doing to yeah, the outside, the swings, the reads, like, like, like the screens and stuff yeah. like that. These are literally run. These are literally runs. My, David Montgomery should get those those yards in his pocket. He, well, those he, were did. he got some good run. When you say short, he got some good ones as far as receiving yards. Um, he did pretty well. I can't. The offense itself wasn't great. But for receiving, he had four catches for 39 yards. So he had more catches. He had more yards than Darnell Mooney. And, in fact, he had more yards only second to Allen Robinson. Yeah, which is ridiculous. (laughs) Which is absolutely ridiculous. True. Where are your tight ends? Where are your tight ends? Yeah, well, you, you only threw to your tight ends. If I'm if looking at the stat sheet, you threw to your tight ends uh, eight times. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that how many it. completions they have? They had, let's see, you had uh, Jimmy Graham with five catches for 34 yards, Cole Komet for two catches for 20 yards, and Demetrius Harris had nothing because he dropped everything that came his way. Oh, did you see those drops? I mean, wide open drops. It was horrible. I mean, I mean, is that a football? Am I supposed to catch that? Is it? Is it a cold? No, you know, I, I thought he was a defender for the moment. He was like, "Ah, take that!" I was like, "You're not a linebacker." Like, he was like, "Oh, like, yeah, that's right." Please catch the football. That's what you get paid to do. Please catch it wide open. Wide open, catch the football. I mean, uncontested. No, catch. maybe. No. Hi, hi. I'm just gonna run across and not catch the football. Then I'm gonna yeah. look at my hands like, "Oh, I'm amazed I dropped that." How dare yeah, you? Yeah, I love. Yeah, I love when they do that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> how could you let me down? Look at right. all I've done for you. I got you manicured. I took you and I got the nice lotion for you and see what you do. It just it's like catch the football. Let's catch the football. Dude. So yeah, and so you got you know, you got a five and one Bears team. Don't go wrong. They could win the North. Mm. They could. I mean, you know, I mean they could win the North. Mm. <laughs> they could they could win the North. Okay. If they if they do any forms of getting it together on the offensive line, mm-hmm. any forms of that, if they just get average on this offensive line. If they can, if they can, if they can rush for eighty-five or ninety yards, not even hundred, but for eighty-five or ninety yards, keeping teams honest, mm-hmm. they have to honor the run. If they have to honor the run, that's going to open that play action up. And now I think Nick Foles is able to read downfield. I think he's going to be able to get the ball where it needs to go. I'm not concerned mm-hmm. about Nick Foles not getting the ball there. I'm concerned Nick Foles being to stand upright long enough to push the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. I think that's why you're not seeing. Teams aren't honoring the Bears' long ball because they know they don't have time, especially if they send they send a backer or they send somebody in there. Is Nick Foles running for his life back there? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you that's know. funny. Let's talk about that since we just talked about them winning the Central and they only have really one team in their way in the Central. So let's talk about what we saw today at the Bay of Pigs, the Tampa Bay Bucks, and the – Green Bay Packers. You like that? You like that? So, Jay, I saw a drubbing a coming. I was not prepared for Aaron Rodgers to look like Nick Foles, but he did, and it was horrific. It was a horrific show. I stopped watching in the fourth quarter because when you only have 10 points on the board and you have them there since the fourth quarter, the first quarter, I just, yeah, I was done. I was done with everything about Tampa Bay. And when you got Gronk, now let me say this. We we just talked about our tight ends, but when you got Gronk running that slow, I think we can run at least as fast as Gronk <laughs> on, know, right? on a seven route or something because he was just slow and slow. He looks good. Physically, he looks great. Um, yeah, uh, he's not very fleet of foot. So I know, Jay, you probably got all the particulars from this wonderful Green Bay, Tampa Bay explosion. But to your point, if the Bears can just handle what they've got to do, if they can get their line together, the only team in their way really is Green Bay. 
And Aaron Rodgers has had a history of not holding up towards the end of the season. So, Jay, from what you saw from Tampa Bay and Green Bay today, do you think the Bears have a shot to win the NFC Central Division? Well, if Aaron Rodgers keeps getting hit 12 times, <laughs> he was getting bushwhacked with yeah. an axe handle back there. Yeah. This was this, this was brutal. I, this was one of the few times I ever really felt bad for Aaron Rodgers because he was getting cracked. And the thing that was funny about it, not even really funny about it, but was mm-hmm. funny, well, the Dominican Sue was just talking to him the whole game, oh. talking about, you know we're coming to get you. Right before the end of the half, well, the first it, half, you, he said something know, about his grandparents. Yeah. You know you know, we're going to be there. If I catch you outside, I'm going to tackle you outside, too. I just wanted to let you know. We are coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it was just it was, it was was just an absolute beatdown of Aaron Rodgers. I think he only was averaging like 2.7 yards per play. Now, this is Matt LeFleur. Who's supposed to be the, the super, you know, the fleur? Who's supposed to be the super mind? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the guy who's supposed to be who's, who's supposed to be Aaron Rodgers' muse? Mm-hmm. Who's supposed to be the guy who's going to rein in Aaron Rodgers and make his offense be better? And all of a sudden, you looked up and Aaron Rodgers was like, "Oh my God, they're coming! Stop these people! It's, can you stop the people in the other the people in the other jerseys? Can you stop any of them from running and hitting me right now?" He was like, I mean, "Somebody, please call Jake from State Farm. Somebody, please, I need a discount double check. Help me, yeah, help me, please." Yeah, he just kept looking. There was that look of just despair and wonderment, like, "So nobody's gonna help." He must have made his line real mad. Before game, I don't know what he did. He, I don't know. he only had sixteen completions. Seriously, sixteen completions. That's all Aaron Rodgers had. He was getting mollywhopped. <laughs> oh, he was and getting for, He was getting slapped around. And for the first four games, he looked like a world beat. Like yeah. nobody's gonna beat Aaron Rodgers. Everybody's right. talking about, oh, that's they're going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They might get tickets to the Super Bowl, but I don't know if they're gonna go to the Super Bowl not playing like this. They lost their uh their their their, their big tackle. I know he got hurt. He got his chest got hurt. Oh, so you, uh, yeah. So you're looking at uh, a thing with them. I mean, I, I I never I've never seen Aaron Rodgers get knocked around like this. I really have not. Tom mm. Bowles was after him, and they were after him, and they were after him the whole night. Those two interceptions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I think I think once he saw those balls get intercepted, they were getting run back. I think I think I think this is the first time I really actually saw um, Aaron Rodgers sort of go, "Yeah, I'm done with this for today." Yeah, <laughs> did you get that feel? I, maybe it was at the end of the second quarter, going into the second half, where you just got the feel that Aaron Rodgers is like, "Yeah, I'm calling it a game. We'll see yeah. you next week." Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think I want to play with these guys anymore, especially that that really the other guy, the Sioux guy. He's talking to me too much, and they're actually trying to hit me and hurt me. Do they not know who I am? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And do you not figure out that was Aaron Rodgers? And Donald and then, Sue was acting like he was Jay Cutler. Yeah. Oh, he was. Oh, it was just like, dude. He was like, I hate you. I hate your family. I hate everybody about you. Your dog. Your turtle. You know, if I could, I'm gonna make turtle soup. You know. <laughs> It was just a beat down to epic proportions, man. I've never seen Aaron Rodgers get knocked around like that. And then, and then, and then you got pretty time on the other side. Look at that stuff out. Watch this, baby. I'm going to throw the long ball. He was just swinging the long ball. He was just like, oh, I'm airing it out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so I got you. I got you. I got- Tom, <laughs> was he calling his own number? Like, Tom. Oh, he's got, he's got a number 12, baby, 12. <laughs> he's called, he was like a point guard. He was just out there. I'm swinging the pill. I'm throwing this ball all over the place. That was ridiculous. I mean, we saw a lot of ridiculousness. You, it was a lot going on today. You saw Cincinnati get slapped around when they were up. I mean, you saw some other oh, things. You saw Detroit. Joe Burrow. Oh, Joe Burrow. Poor Joe Burrow. Poor old Joe. You know? Poor like, Joe. Whoa. And did you see your man got pulled? Did you see that, obviously... He hasn't found his way around the stadium because Baker Mayfield got uh, pulled. It was like, come on over here and sit down with me. Come on. just. It it happens to the best of us. Hey, man, I'm just saying, it's, when you got <laughs> – I don't get it, man. I, and I don't know, maybe this was a weird week. Maybe everybody who was coming off of COVID scares and everything. I know Tennessee was doing terrible things to people. Uh, it looked terrible. But I – 
it was something about this week that was really strange. It was a really strange week. And I, I don't know. I, I promise you, I don't know what was going on. New England looked terrible. They looked terrible. Uh, Denver didn't look much better. I mean, they're, they're in a bad situation. Uh, Nick, Vic Fangio is not going to be the one that leads them. And I said again, he will become the Bears defensive coordinator next year. So that you heard that here, right here on the sizzle. Yes, you did. Then you saw a Houston, Texas team that uh, lost 36-42 to Tennessee. They were up and then it went wrong. And then Pittsburgh jumped all over Cleveland 38-7. Baltimore was in full control over Philly, even though it was a nice, respectable number at 30 to 28. Um, Washington tried uh, and they almost pulled it out. They lost 19 to 20 to the Giants. First good game for the Giants. Atlanta, big shout out to what's going on in Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta came up in 40-23 win over Minnesota. And as I said, you know, you had Detroit uh, put the slap down on Jacksonville 34 to 16. But that Cincy game, that Cincy game, I thought, yeah. I thought they were really going to put in some work. I was like, this rookie's doing some things until yeah. somebody told the Colts maybe it was time to play because they came back and put the. What, the what, was, what was that? I'm like going, you know. Come on, Joe. <laughs> Come on now. Wide world of sports was happening. And New Jersey looks like a team that should be um, taken out of the league. It just, when you get beat by the Dolphins 24 nothing, Ryan Fitzpatrick is killing you. Something wrong with you. Something wrong with you. It, I, it's not them. It's you. It is that you're bad. You suck. And that game was terrible. But, hey. The Bears won 23-16. Yay. Actually, they left 14 points on the field we know of. There were a good 14 points they left on the field. So if you add 14 to 23, my friend, that's 37. I, the Bears are right up there, man. They're one of the highest scoring teams in the league. They're one of the greatest teams ever. Yes, ever. Can I say ever? Well, ever this week, as in this week. But, yeah, greatest team that left 14 points on the board. I'm just happy that 5-1 uh, and one and Aaron Rodgers sucks. Yep. Wow. That's, That's your take? <laughs> <laughs> That's your take? That was my take. Aaron Rodgers sucks. It's Aaron Rodgers sucks. That's it. That, that's, Aaron Rodgers sucks. You know what? And that's sad. I, I even if the Bears had not won, I would have been like Aaron Rodgers got beat up, and that sucks. And I shouldn't feel that way. I should not be that jaded. But it, yeah, he got beat up. Okay, so boohoo. All right, I'm so sad for you. Go and talk wow. to Jake from State Farm. Wow, because it needs you know what Jake from State Farm need to do some he need to do some patchwork on that offensive line up there because they were getting Aaron Rodgers killed back there. I you mean, literally, what? we found out who burned down his house in that commercial. It was in yeah, Damakansu. Yeah. It was Damakansu and, and the boys. Because I'm gonna tell you what, I at some point in time I was like going, okay, when they gonna pull Aaron Rodgers? When they gonna pull him? Yeah, just you, for his own health. Because I hate to say it, you're only down 28, but you know, we we can see miracles miracles happen. They had a, there was a lot of time when they pulled Aaron Rodgers. There was a lot of time left in that ball game. There was a lot of time left in that ball game, and he got out there was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, they're coming! They're oh no, somebody stopped him, mommy! You know, he was calling for Danica. <laughs> he said, if you just bring- come drive, come help me, please. They're coming. Oh my God, help me! <laughs> Stop them! Stopped him, and then and the coach was like, "Come on, sit over here." Then he brought in—I forgot who they brought in. Uh, what was his name? And he was back there, like, "Oh man, I really got to play." I was just <laughs> he was like, "Oh wait, wait, I didn't bring my helmet. I didn't bring. I don't need one. That's that's okay. I'll just oh, okay. Uh, right. Hi guys, I'm going out here. What's you guys' names again? Okay, cool. Look, um, <laughs> say hi guys. I'm your quarterback. Um, hi. I. Well, yeah. no, actually, I am the quarterback. I know you guys all think that. You no, know, I know I bring donuts to every offensive meeting, but no, really, they actually paid me to play quarterback. Mm-hmm. 
What was it? Let me go find out who that guy was. What was the backup quarterback for the? Uh... It doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does because it was so funny watching that no, guy in there. It was not. You know what was funny was just watching uh, them get beat up. That's what. What's funny is to figure out the Bears just put a, a stronghold lacking on Tampa Bay. So bad yeah. that Tom Brady didn't even know what down it was. And so oh. this week they returned the favor to Green Bay. How come they didn't play Jordan Love? They didn't play Jordan Love out there. It was, who else would they be playing? Because Jordan Love was not. I'm, he was like, dog, I'm not going out there. I'm not going out there. Mm-mm. The he did this. The he said, oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Who, I don't know who that big man is in the middle. And you have to give it up to Tampa Bay. They have a great defense. Now, we talk about the Bears, but Tampa Bay has a good defense. They got some good boys out there. It was terrible, but, I mean, it wasn't that bad. But, okay, so we've come to the point where we say that we agree that an ugly win is better than a pretty loss. But that's not really what we were Look, asking. Look, I'd rather go out with the girl that says yes than, than think about the girl that says no. And you know what? I think that's where we're going to get ready to leave it. <laughs> I think I like it. I think that's it. Yep. Yep. We're going to leave it right yep. there. We're going to leave yeah, it there. Yeah. The, yeah. the girl that says yes is better than the girl that says no. You know, because, yo, look, how many times have you been going to walk up there to the, to the, to the super cute? You know how I know how it is, especially for some of you fellas out there got a little courage in you. And let, and let, and let me let me let me let me give you a Jay Sizzle point. See all this gray hair on my chin right here. Uh-oh. Let, let me let Uh-oh. me let me give you some, Wait, some advice. Before we go there, right. let me do this. You yeah. like that? You like that? So all right, Jay Sizzle, leave the people with Jay Sizzle words of, of wisdom. Look, liquid courage does not make you sound better when you're talking to the other to the other to the other species in the human kind. Just because you think you're sounding great and you got it, and you're slick talking like you're thinking you're James Bond, 007. You, you, you think you think you Will Smith on Hitched. You think you, you think you think you're sounding great? No, you are not. You are sounding like a flame throwing idiot. I just want to let you know, and yes, don't do it. Stop drinking the liquid courage and go up and watch, especially a woman you're gonna see again. You know, don't don't do it at the office parties. Don't do it at no, the backyard no. barbecue down the street. Uh-uh. Don't you know that 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 woman that always comes over to the barbecue that was your friend's cousin's friend that just happens to show up all the time. You be side eyeing her like, you know, you be doing like that. But you, but the one but you now, walk up to like this. Talking about hey, how you doing? So, hey, what's, what's your up, name again? Dan? What's your name is? Right. Yeah. 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 No, and you and you do it like that. All of a sudden now. You are you are, you are a couple of brown liquors in, and you had you had a couple of patched blue ribbons, <laughs> and, now, and now all of a sudden you got the background music, or now all of a sudden you want Lonnie for Leon from the Temptations, look for the five heartbeats, <laughs> a house of love, and I've learned that there's not too much to. Ask. You know, see what I'm saying? It sounds good in your mind, but it sounds like that when it's coming out your mouth. Don't. Don't drink and go up and talk to these women. I'm doing it. Is a house. Don't do it. Because you you can't remember the words anymore. You're just like, it's a house. No, if you're not going to talk to a sober, your dog is not going to make any sense drunk. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You're just not going to do it. Not at all. Well, you know, you're not going to do it. So, so, leave leave the cocktails alone. That's the Jason's word of the day. Leave the cocktails alone. And just go up there and go to say hi. Hi, how are you? Good. I'm Jay Sizzle. They usually go, oh, my God, it's Jay Sizzle. In my mind, that's what they do. You just look at me and go, who? <laughs> you like that? You like that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what we've learned today is that you would rather lose pretty or win ugly. Doesn't matter. So we got an ugly win today for the Bears. Uh, one that should make them really feel embarrassed about themselves and their lives, but they're not, and they're going to be happy because oh, it was yeah. a win. But we also learned today that Aaron Rodgers sucks. Uh, <laughs> That's your take. That's hilarious. That was a hot take. And that 
it is much better to be sober when you approach someone versus uh, looking like you just got sacked by Indomitian Sioux. You, you got a better chance. I mean, you coming up there, you got you got you got mustard all on your shirt. You know what I'm saying? You you're your fourth drink in, and you know you can't have more than one. Mm. You know, he talking about, hey, how you doing? Let's hey, oh, um, and then you just like, hey, right, right. It's like, come on, man. This it's not gonna look good for you, especially when you had to go back to the office party the next the next Monday, and you went up there and acting a fool on Saturday. Right. She's going to be looking at you. Everybody in the office, you know, do you know they do? Uh, what's you see that commercial where the girls tweet to each other, "Hey, I like you." Or yes, like, oh, you know, we're, yes. We're, we hate, it, but but we really hate Joe. Joe. Yeah, that's what's gonna be happening. Yeah, that's puke emoji, happening. puke emoji. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be doing, you're gonna be hit with the puke emoji. Don't do that. And Don't then another thing, just to add on to it, if you do yeah. it at work, you're going to be called to HR Monday morning. Right. Look, harassment. Harassment expands to any type of function that's going on, <laughs> including everybody else. You can't go, do not go out there to the party and wear your toga. And think, like you're talking about it's Animal House. Don't do it. You just Don't get up on it. the mic. Everybody, when we leave here, we're going streaking. Who's with me? Let's go. Don't do it. No, do you know me guys have lost. It's, it's like when guys sit up there, they take pictures of their behinds on the Xerox machine. Like, Don't do it. That's not the thing to do. Don't do it. So again, again, you know, you know, you know how many happy men are out here that got that got got, got wives that they're their wives mm-hmm. and they're just happy about it, you know, and they're beautiful in their own way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? They're, they've been married 40 years. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And you know, yeah. and After they got 40 a hot plate years, of, yeah. They got a hot plate of food at home, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And he brings home the check. And she gives him a hundred dollars. That's his. That's his spending money for the week. Yeah. You know, and he goes in bowls and do whatever. And that man comes home every day. He's happy. Yeah. These other guys out here trying to chase these other chicks at the bar all night long, blowing money on people left and right. And stop you know, it. you're never going to get that chick. Just stop it's doing it. I'm just telling you now. After 40 years, the dog, the cat, the children, your wife—they all start to look the same. And you're just happy to yeah. come home to see them. That's about it. Look, and look to all you guys out there who've been married a long time. Man, that is an absolute blessing. That's an absolute blessing. It really is. It's an absolute Kudos. blessing. Yeah. You know, and let me tell you something. She don't look the same, but neither do you. No, okay. Let's get the Not yeah, when you look lit. like the, the quarterback when you were the high school quarterback. And You're now, not that guy no more. Yeah, you look like a fullback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, you got you got the pot belly going on, unless you were that guy who ate a Juba roots. And he goes out and runs marathons or something, unless you're that guy, you know, at 50. But a lot of us ain't that guy. And even those guys are old because they got bad knees. Yeah, yeah. Newsflash, runners got bad feet and bad knees. I'm telling you, now you're saying, gee, Sizzle, I know you're not a runner. Don't worry. I know runners, and I know what they go through. I see them when they go in the stores and buy their shoes. Right. And, you know, and you're you're looking at her now because she puts a wig on. Dude, you ain't got no hair no more. You know what I'm saying? You, you ain't got no hair no more. You're thin. And all you guys are come over dudes, okay? Mm. Listen. All right, since we're on a tangent now, let, you know, this is what happens. This is what happens when you every let me get time, going. Every time, every time. All right, look, we all know you don't have hair on the top of your head. You're not fooling anybody, all right? That comb over that starts at your ear, the top of your ear, and goes over to the other side, that when you wash your hair, this hair it comes over this side, it's down this far. You look like well, what was that guy, uh, the Undertaker in the WWE with your hair? Dude, Mm-mm. no, mankind. That was a guy who's had hair on okay. one side of his head and no hair on the other side of his head. You look Dude, like you, you, you look ridiculous. You look like Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah, you look ridiculous. Dude, cut it off, let it cut go. it down low, let it, go. let it go, or go to the hair club for men. But if you can't afford that, cut it off. You know, that's funny because I had a dream last night. That I had, Uh-oh. that I had this long hair and it got permed out, and yeah. I was going to this event, and I kind of looked like Nikki Free. The hair was just, it was wow. all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I know. I reached back for that. Yeah, one, but... yeah. So yeah, so glow in your hair, dude. And it was beautiful <laughs> locks. And then yeah. all of a sudden, a lady told me she was like, "But you know, the problem is you still got that bald spot in the middle. You got a hole in your fro." And when I turned the mirror around. It was a hole with just, but around the hole was a lot of flowing, like long yeah. locks. 
you got the you got the bozozo going, the black bozo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't, dude. You're not fooling anybody. Yeah. You look foolish. Yeah. And another thing, since I'm on it, all right. So, mm. One more thing, all right. Mm -hmm. Look, all you guys out here that are dying your beards. Look, use the stuff that's made to made to <laughs> make it look natural. Okay, if you're taking <laughs> shoe polish. <laughs> And dye and dye your beard, or you going down to that guy down at the at the uh, at the old school barbershop? Y'all know the one I'm talking about, not the new school barbershop, mm. but the old school barbershop puts that it still in has a bowl a, like this. right that still has a guy shining shoes. Y'all know who I'm talking about, yep. all right? Y'all know what I'm talking about now. Y'all, you still got the checker table over in the corner. Mm. Y'all know who I'm, and you always got one guy who wear a hat all the time. Yeah, you know, and he still wants guy. to put a conk in your head too. Right, he will still want to put a conk in your head. They're still cutting up lye. With lye right? and, and some eggs. He wants to put a, some yeah. conk in your head. Look, that guy, when he is dyeing your hair, is not like your wife going to get her hair dyed at the salon. You look ridiculous. You got dye on your skin, okay? People can tell. <laughs> People can tell. People can tell. You look ridiculous. You look ridiculous. <laughs> Nobody's seriously, nobody, nobody's seriously taking you seriously. They're not, not. Stop doing it. Cut your hair. Do what you got to do. Use some Grecian formula or something like that. You just got to get some gray away if that's what you need to do. But you're not fooling nobody. Nobody's saying, ooh, look at that 25-year-old. Nobody's saying that. Nobody says that? No. Nobody. No. When you pull up to McDonald's, the girl behind the counter doesn't be like, ooh. No. Ooh, let me tell you the story real quick before we go. Okay. 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 So I pull up to Burger King, and I was going to yeah. get my order, and the young lady kept smiling and laughing. I was like, I, <laughs> you know, young girl. I got this one, know. baby. Yeah, I was like, okay, young lady, you don't want to keep doing right. that. Y'all don't want to. Ooh, y'all want to keep doing that right there. <laughs> That's when you know you're old, when you do that laugh. Yeah. Something yeah. about that laugh means you're old. But I know. I, she kept going, and she just kept smiling. And all of a sudden, she was like, you are so cute. And I was like, oh. oh wow. <laughs> well, so are you there, young lady. Um, <laughs> then I, get, I hit her with the James Evans laugh. I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. That's old brown looking laugh right there. Yeah, that's that old, old brown. So then she turns and says, because you know what? You remind me so much of oh. my dad. Oh, <laughs> brutal, brutal. A crushing blow. That was an evil woman who hit you with that one. <laughs> I didn't even want to hear the particulars after that because I felt I like know, I was right? in a calaboose all over again. <laughs> I was like, hey, give me my order. Give me my meal. Let me go. Dude. Dude, I, I know we gotta get off the air, but dude, dude, I went to the uh, I went to a certain establishment, the fast food restaurant. Okay, and I ordered my meal. And I, I'm sort of one of those funky orderers. I like mm -hmm. I want this meal, but I want can you upsize or downsize this? Mm -hmm. And can you can you add me one? I'm that guy, you okay. know. And you know, so she puts the order together. She goes, "Oh, well, that'll be seven dollars and eighty two cents or whatever it's going to be, right?" Mm -hmm. Well, in my mind, I'm already calculating this is a nine or ten dollar meal of this order. So I'm like, well. Whoa, wait a minute here. It's a possibility that I might be getting away with something. I said, No, I'm not that guy. So I said, Well, ma'am, did you did you get that I put this on? I had to I, I wanted to downsize this, but I wanted the extra sauce. She said, Oh yeah, I got everything. So she gives me this stuff, right? The mm -hmm. bag. Mm -hmm. I look at the bag, everything. I go, Oh, I'd have got away with one. I go outside, I pull out the receipt. She had automatically given me my senior citizen discount. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. We we gotta go. I can't. Wow, 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 bro. Wow, wow bro. That, hit him. That, uh, can I can I do it one time for the for the brothers with the bad yeah. beard? Can I just say it for you one time? Wow, yeah. bro. That's crazy. That's so love, bro. <laughs> That's so not love. So, but not it was love, love no. though. She did. She looked out for you. Dude, but I thought, you know, I thought I'm slicking one by. I'm like, oh, I must, I must have hit it with the whoop whop and the whoop wham. And, I, you know, because I got, look, let me tell you something, guys. When you're wearing the same cologne every day, you ain't switching it up because that's, you know, you still got the high karate. You still work with that high karate. You know, when you still, <laughs> I'm still wearing polo red. No, okay. I, 
on this. Lagerfeld. I still look, I got Lagerfeld. I still wear Lagerfeld. I got a bottle of it right now. Lagerfeld and gray flannel. You put on that gray flannel, wow, you're gonna kill everything. <laughs> you're gonna kill everything walking around you within 15 feet. <laughs> but I still put it on because it smells good to me. That's right. Anybody want to see me some anybody wants to see me some gray flannel, I'll wear it right now. Okay. You know what? <laughs> For Jay Sizzle. I'm G Sizzle. We're getting ready to get out of here. Remember, the word of the week is the particulars. And if you need to find us, you can find us on any platform because we're all over social media. Just look for us at ironskillet.com, Iron Skillet Sports, Iron Skillet Sports, period. You can find us. And remember, you can always find us by using the hashtag skillet underscore sports. We are the talk of the 219. We are the hottest talk in the 219. We are the sizzle, and we are out. Did you know that you can listen to Iron Skillet Radio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor? It's easy. Look for Iron Skillet Sports or hashtag skillet underscore sports for our latest episodes. We are Iron Skillet Sports. Thank you for listening to The Sizzle, the hottest sports talk in the 219, here on Iron Skillet Television and Iron Skillet Radio. Look, man, I need a place to stay, Jay. Look, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Caught me off guard, you know. <laughs> okay, let's try this again, my friend. I was about to say, if all your money's spent and you can't pay the rent, <laughs> then you don't, don't call. But if you got an extra change and you need a place to stay, <laughs> you know, get right around the way. You know what I'm saying? Get on, here. Get on over here to die. Thomas over here. Alright. Because I don't know the number, man. You got to say the number. I don't know the number. Need a place to stay? Call Diana Thomas at 219-230-3352. That's Diana Thomas. 219-230-3352. 20 years, man, in the business of written apartments. She must know what she's doing because she got me in mind. Y'all need to give her a call, baby. Hey, if y'all need a place to stay, she's the one to make it happen. That's 219-230-3352. CNA Auto Repair and Towing, 93 East Main Street, Chicago Heights, Illinois. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Call 708-758-2855. Complete auto and collision repair at CNA Auto.